I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Do you want to play a game? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. I'm your number one fan. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? We have such sights to show you. Welcome, folks, to Scary World, where we needed that little bit of extra time to walk you through things. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always in this journey is Mr. Nick Valdez. And Tex, today we're finally going to lay it all on the line. We're finally going to finalize this discussion because for several years we have been going back and forth on Hellraiser on how it's all visuals, how it's no story, and a lot of it is fucking true. (laughs) Right. You know, and... Uh, you know, it, we we did our Hellraiser episode, uh, your know, review of the the reboot uh, last yes. year. So please go yes. check out that of the mm-hmm. morgue. Please go check out that episode. But we yeah, we've had this in the back burner for a while. And you recently, Arturo, uh, before recording this, you just randomly were like, "Hey, I watched like all the Hellraiser movies." <laughs> yeah, that's what and- I do here at Core Speed. That's when I get bored, I do things like this that take up a lot of time. Um, but it's for you guys. So thanks to HBO Max, I got to put it out there because that's where it happened. They have everything after part two, uh, which is like, nice. Okay. okay, Let me see. (laughs) Let me go through this journey. Why not? Right. So, so, uh, leading into this, Arturo, have you seen them before? Um, like I, I haven't seen past part two. Like, I have discovered that I have seen bits and pieces of almost all the nineties Hellraisers, but never really completely in, in its entirety. And um, just to put it out there, everything, I believe, after part three went straight to video. Um, I think part three could even have gone to video. But if you go on IMDb, a lot of the shit says video, 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 video. (laughs) And um, a lot of it deserves to just be straight to video. Um, I was was going to say, for good reason. Yeah, for very, very, very good reason. And and text, with the recent one released on Hulu, there's 11 of these things, dude. 11. Text, 11. Ooh, I was 11. just going to ask that next. I was 11. Like, oh, okay. 11. That's a lot. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot of these. I was, that's a lot of these movies. Dude, I, when I was just going through them, I'm like, what number am I up to? I'm like, oh my God, I'm up to number seven? <laughs> and there's like a b- bunch more. So, um, it, all right. So let's get down to it. There's 11 of these movies. I ranked all of them based on my ranking. Um, and we're going to start for, from the worst. And we're going to work our way up. All right. So mm-hmm. last, number 11 comes in at three out of 10 is Hellraiser Hellworld. This one was just a piece of garbage. Um, I don't understand. They, they just, it's funny in the sequels, like they just had to throw just the slightest little bit of, of like Hellraiser stuff in it. And it's like, okay, it's a Hellraiser movie. Like this one in and of itself could have been a movie about like um, a dad searching for like, you know, uh, trying to get the revenge on his, uh, on his friends through a freaking video game. That's that's what it is. 
This is what this is. What this is. Like okay. the use of, of Hellraiser and the box and everything is just mind boggling because it makes no sense. And it makes absolutely no sense. So this guy pretty much ends up kidnapping all these fucking kids and burying them in boxes and gave them like drugs to hallucinate. And they hallucinated fucking everything. But I'm like, but that's not a Hellraiser movie. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like Hellraiser. Again, you you unleash the hell. Dude, they found the an excuse point, to use the imagery, and they just went with it. And this is a lot of it, dude. A lot of these sequels just deal with trash people and trash situations, doing trash things to each other. You know, and somebody throw me in the trash. Oh, Legit, dude. Okay. throw me in a trash. Because it was just <laughs> regurgitating the same kind of formula over and over and over again. It, um, uh, so number 11, again, Hellraiser, Hellworld. That's when they went, quote unquote, digital with, with Hellraiser. Um, oh, right. Yeah. That's the, that's the existential. Yes, era yes, exactly. Or, that's the digital age era. Or of, the uh, Videodrome. Yes. Or what was, uh, what was another good one? Scanners. Johnny Mnemonic, right? Yes, yeah. there we go. Johnny Demonic oh, was that was the a good one. Movie. Yeah. That, was, that was interesting. It wasn't good. It was interesting, but it was good because I saw it as a kid and it was a lot of nudity and it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was dope at the time. It was. It was dope at the time. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it was dope, a weird. You know? It was a weird and, concept. Anyways, number ten. Um, in number ten comes in Hellraiser Inferno. Another three out of ten. Um, this. Oh, by the way, the three out of ten in um in Hellworld came from the gore. Pretty much all of these get a point for gore, so I'm not going to mention that again. All right. Um, okay. This one, uh, Hellworld, got um, a one for production because I thought the way they did everything was pretty neat. Um, and then um, okay. I think um, it got another one for um, for uh, the half-ass story they were trying to tell, which didn't need a Hellraiser. Inferno, on the other hand, right? Um, Okay. Deals with a trash police officer who just is just a terrible fucking human being and is terrible to everybody, but it has good performances in it. So it gets a one perf- an extra one for the performance, right? And then it gets another one for just the production of it all because it goes from flashback to like flashback to hell and back and forth in different kind of settings, uh, making it keeping the viewer interested in this dirtbag. You know what I mean? Um, but just, just trash character, bro. Yeah. But it, it still sounds like a bad, Oh movie. my God, just dude, like, it's if, bad yeah. because even when they want to like accentuate how bad somebody really is, because the whole point of Hellraiser is grabbing these people who want, who, who want more than they should be getting. You know what I mean? People who discover this box right. and just, and yeah, and, it's, it's about punishment, yeah, punishment the, the and, is, and being is, greedy and seven deadly sins kind of seven shit. Right. Like, yeah. So, so it always deals with really questionable uh, moral characters, right? Questionably moral okay. characters. So that's that's the whole fucking series. That's a big brushstroke on the entire series. That's the backbone okay. of the entire series, right? So in Inferno, you get a shitty cop doing shitty things to to people who don't deserve it. To his wife, to his he 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 cheats on his Does, wife. So what? Does he get got? He does get got, which is good because he deserves it. Okay, right? Um, because uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they fucking don't. Ha- sometimes they fucking yeah, don't, and yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. Right? But th- but this one in particular, um, he gets got. He gets got. And the okay. next two that I'm talking okay. about, there are people who are going to get got ultimately um, because of of what they're doing with this box. And Inferno is one of them. Okay. He lives his life in this nightmare, recurring nightmare um, of just being in hell because he's just a trash person. He deserves it. 
And the next up, and at number nine, another three, and the final three out of ten in the series, luckily, is um, Hellraiser Debtor. This one just kind of debtor, debtor, yeah, debtor, debtor. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I know this. This is the first time I'm hearing about so many of these Hellraiser movies because I, I thought they stopped at like, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know i think once we put this out this is the kind of final stamp we're gonna have on Hellraiser. yeah we're never gonna talk about this ever again one. folks so enjoy this conversation um so, uh, until they make another yeah, reboot so, right like, another three out of ten hellraiser <laughs> debtor right so it deals with this reporter um oh this one got a three because the the production was actually pretty neat because they go to like uh, places okay. in europe and like a train subway station which is really really cool again the gore was pretty awesome in this one because that's really all they do you know what i mean um and right. um and the third point came from the actual um the actual performance of uh of our protagonist right it's this reporter who is gets shitty end of a stick man like she is this investigative reporter her her boss who's like low-key bad guy you know sends her on this trip and she finds these this cult of like people called debtors, right? And they like they sacrifice somebody, and then one of them has the power to bring them back. And I'm it gets very convoluted, so I'm not even going to get into it. Um, so she goes on this wild chase. She finds the box. Everyone, listen for a, a box that seems to be like super complicated, quote unquote. Everyone just seems to open this shit up all the time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was just gonna That's say, thing, like, this thing. Sound- like, everyone just seems to want to rub that nice little circle up top, and boom, like, man, yeah, it's it's been a, a eleven of these, and the box is still claiming it's dude. Victims, no right? so uh- you would think by this time it'd be like a, a post somewhere or like a. Like a dark web forum that says, hey, don't fuck around with this box, man. <laughs> Shit. Anyways. So, yeah. So, Debtor gets um, a 3 out of 10. And that is number 9 in the rankings. Going to number 8. And finally going up the scale in terms of ranking is Hellraiser 3 Hellworld. Um, th- this one in particular. Um the characters were weak. Performances were weak. Um, but the gore was really good. Um, and uh, And... The legacy that left got a point, and the story got a point. So, um, in this one in particular, this is part three of uh, of Hellraiser, and, 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 and it so fell this, this far down. This one's Hellworld. Yes, Hellworld. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is part three of Hellraiser in the whole franchise, and uh, I think this is the, the last one that actually was theatrically released for good fucking reason. I was like, I was gonna say, I was like, that sounds for like, good it, it reason. So, yeah. If it's if it's the eighth best Dude, out of like, like all of these, ooh, this okay. is when they started Yikes. to get. <laughs> Dude, like the jail, like because remember part one and two. We'll talk about that a little later. They focus pretty much on one story, on uh, on one mm-hmm. character. Um, uh, but in part three and on, dude, they they fucking let they fucking let loose, bro. They let the reins loose on on all of these fuckers. So this one was um, it, it dealt with a reporter down on her luck, trying to find a story. Right, it, it stumbles on the person in the hospital who, um, you know, was you know the victim of the box or something like that, or a person who opened the box up. So she goes and investigates and goes into this story. That's very, very forgettable um, in terms of what she wants to accomplish. And it's, it sucks because it's like, Hey, you want to make a part three. You're, you're not even really ending this thing or even rebooting it properly. You just kind of, you know, 
Yeah. It's very deflating. Okay, yes. Um very yeah. deflating. And in this one, like the performances suck, dude. Like like a lot of these movies have shitty performances. Like the actors so, aren't even trying a lot of these things, I dude. Mean, it, yeah, because that kind of started with we'll talk about this when you get to one when you get to the first one, but like that kind of that's kind of indicative of like the whole thing, right? Because yeah. part one didn't have great yes, performances. Correct. Either. Um that is one thing I've noticed throughout the entire series is that is that they, they just don't have they good don't performances. Have good performances. Yeah. There are some standout um performances by some alternative pinheads, which I will um uh, talk about. One of them coming up next. Um but yeah, that's the whole thing, Tex, with this thing. It's just this repetitive formula of just Shitty characters. Let's get, let's grab some shitty actors and put them in shitty situations. Like it's just shitty, trash. <laughs> but honestly, dude, so, if you go back to the nineties, this is when they had a lot of straight to video horror movies, and this right, it, yeah, it was a whole it's, flock. That of was shit, the dude. the rental. It was it was the rental era. Major. It was the let's. Let's make a movie that, you know, if you see Hellraiser on a shelf, you'd be like, oh, Hellraiser 5. Yes. Okay. All right. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, I okay. remember the first one with Pinhead. Remember? Hey, honey, remember the Pinhead guy? Oh, yeah. That guy was scary. Let's grab that movie. Hey, yeah. This is how people yeah, watch let's, these things. Let's check out, let's, let's <laughs> check mean, out Hellworld. Yeah, is, let's check out Inferno. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's check yeah. out Debtor. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, Hellworld, very forgettable for a third movie. Very disappointing. This is why it ends up number eight. Um, and it was the, the, the final one that uh ended up in theaters um if it did or is the first one ended up in video either way it deserved it um it was garbage that's why i got a four to ten next up um into a newer part of uh of the hellraiser lore it's hellraiser revelations this is the one that had the chubby pinhead right um right believe it or not i remember that okay this is all right that visual it got a four right it got one for story one for um uh, uh one for story two for gore right and okay. one for a uh, performance so uh, oh. production was absolute okay. garbage oh my god text like the story in this one was actually pretty decent but the execution was so disgusting that this thing turned out to be just like a <laughs> c-tier movie like like even the way it looks it resembles like a soap opera ish kind of grain to it like the oh, actors were man. just like i've seen better actors in skinamax movies you know what i mean like uh, <laughs> man they were just Yo. awful 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 wow. um the only things wow. that really like called out to me in this movie whereas one the story itself was one of awesome like manipulation and doing all this thing but the execution was just so poor that it's hard to recommend it but it's like the story was was super decent um and then the performance of the pinhead in this one um was actually pretty good i was surprised how decent he was um he had um a way of of talking that like like obviously the person who embodies Pinhead is supposed to have this one kind of um, uh, trait is the voice, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. the Pinhead we saw on, on the Hulu original movie or or the Doug Bradley Pinhead, right? Like it's it's always about this ominous kind of poetic gothic kind of voice and stuff. And this guy, like, dude, he surprisingly good, dude. Like I would just watch it for that performance, but it's so bad that it's like, man, they needed a real director for this one. This one, like (sighs) a real one, like not whatever they did with this, man. It's a damn shame, but it ended up in number seven. This is how strong the story and the pinhead were in this movie, ending it up in number seven out of 11. Next up at number six, we have the Hulu original 
Hellraiser movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So that's so that's where it ends that's up. That's where right? it wow. ended up at the end of the day, ranking wise, number six out of eleven, which honestly, it got a five out of ten. So it's just like, you know, six out of yeah, eleven is makes, pretty much the same exact thing. So um Yeah, it's right right in the middle. Yeah. Ooh, okay. We spoke so at this length. one I can help you out with. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we spoke at length about this one, folks. You guys can go back to that one, that one episode in the archives of the morgue. Um, another official Corsi podcast. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. great, great pinhead. Yeah, yeah great exactly. pinhead. Uh, a great pinhead. The kills were decent. The the execution of the production was whack because it was too dark, man. Like yeah, everything was, was just so so dark that like yeah. the, the production like almost loses the whole point so, of it. But then like so slow. If it too. was it's lit like up, a, a yeah, it's slow. slow. If yeah. it was lit up yeah. properly, you would see really cool visuals though. You know, that's the damn shame about this one that they had some really cool ideas, but they really didn't lean much into the Cenobite stuff of it all. They kind of forgot yeah, about we, the whole, you know, pain and suffering aspect of it. We for, I mean, they forgot to show the Cenobites, you know, like we got to, we got a close up. I think, I think once I think of like a cool, like a, a new design for yeah, the one. lung guy, and right? The guy got, with the lungs, but even yeah, that was dark, dude. Yeah. Like they had a yes, couple new designs and, we, and they were just like shat on because they were too dark. And we only, yeah. And we only got one real good look at like the new pinhead yeah, you know, and like the full pinhead. Like, and that's why it ends glory. up um, at number six, because it's like, Hey, you had something there that you could have definitely leaned into, but you wanted to. <laughs> To just do oh you know what else it had going for it the whole be art or something i don't dude, even know it had, i don't even know what's like the dude what else it had going for it was the whole configurations of the box that was unique yeah like none of the movies have done that text so so <laughs> none of the none of the 10 other ones even alluded to the uh, different configurations you get something different and bloodline which we'll get to in a little bit um but other okay. than that there is no other visual like box configuration that you see on on screen so that's the idea after after 11 of those movies you think so yeah, right that's, yeah. that, that's why like this new one on hulu was actually kind of interesting i'm like oh that's and then the fact that like it required a kill count which is like awesome after watching all this stuff right because i watched the hulu one again at the end of everything obviously in order so it was great because that one required a kill count. In order to get to the last, uh, to the last and final co- configuration of the box, you needed six deaths. You needed six. It, um, so it was dope because you knew you were going to get five people dying. You know, um, and I thought that was really interesting. And they could have leaned into it a lot more. Um, a lot. Listen, in the two thousands, this movie was made in the early two thousands. We we would have gotten like a thirteen ghost kind of shit. You know. Um, but um, yeah, it was uh, it was very unfortunate that um, they didn't lean into that. Anyways, coming in at the top five, right? Number five, we get uh, another five out of ten because um, like these movies are not great, folks. Um, but the, the fifth best, in my opinion, in the franchise is Hellraiser: Hellseeker. This one, I really enjoyed the story. I gave it a two for story. I gave it uh, the the uh, the um, you know the actual gore points, um, and then. The performances were actually pretty decent as well. Um, so it got a pretty good ranking in terms of actual, like, not the overall package, because not every actor in the movies was great, but just the protagonist. You know who the, you know who the fucking protagonist was? The freaking, um, the Allstate insurance guy. You know, the guy from Oz. So, huh. yeah. So, uh, so okay. he was really good in the movie, you know? So he kind of, he drove the entire thing. Um, and then the twist 
they had built into it, I thought was really well done, um, which I was like, huh. And and they did it under like 90 minutes too. They got in and out. They, they knew exactly what, what kind of story they actually wanted to do. Um, you know, they grabbed the quintessential dirty cop kind of guy cheating on his wife thing and they mixed it up a little bit. Blech. Hellraiser, whatever number this was. Um, uh, Hellraiser, Hellseeker. Um, all right, so now. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, so what part is this? But I guess it don't matter. It doesn't anymore. matter. Uh, it does. It really doesn't matter. Um, but I forget. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, now we get into actual like decent flicks now, right? These were okay, okay. These were just kind of like watchable as a horror guy. These are decent flicks. You can kind of say, hey, check it out. You might like it. Um, so Hellraiser Bloodline, this is the one that people might have seen bits and pieces over and over and over again in the mid-90s. This is the one that deals with the actual uh, Le Marchand, the creator of the box and his ancestor. And um, he it takes place in space. So it's Hellraiser in space. This is the one where they um, uh, have uh, the ancestor guy. It's like it's been in the future and he's the ancestor of the ancestor of the ancestor. And he made finally this box design out of a big ship that kind of will trap the the fucking the Cenobites in. So this is when you get like a different configuration of the box um, and you get a cool story in terms of how the box was made, the actual origin of the box and the, this is why this one primarily got a six because it goes deep into the lore of Hellraiser and of the Lament configuration of the Cenobites of all that kind of demon shit we actually wanted to see in part three. We never got. But uh, so Hellraiser four bloodline, it, it definitely um, is pretty decent on this list. Number four, rounding up the top three. Um, and at a seven out of 10 is Hellraiser Judgment. This is the final Hellraiser movie made before they rebooted um, the, the franchise on Hulu. This one has a completely d- different pinhead. And I really, really enjoyed the story here. I enjoyed the gore in this one. And I enjoyed the performance of the pinhead. Um, and the production as well was actually surprisingly top-notch for a movie with that kind of budget because you can tell you can tell that it didn't have a lot you know behind it but the story dealt with really cool aspect where um pinhead um like his circle his industry of hell whatever his judgment Mm -hmm. circle was working hand in hand with like this angel right who gave like um who wanted this serial killer guy to continue killing but pinna was like yo this guy is guilty like we caught him he fell into our little trap here he's guilty the angel comes out no we need him so people can believe more in us so it was a really cool interesting take on the whole heaven and hell kind of thing and that relationship and um uh the pinhead here he did an awesome job great um great performance by him in terms of just that subtle intensity that you get from him that stare that voice um he Awesome job, legit. I really recommend Judgment to anyone wanting to see a quick horror movie. Um, and um, now in number two, we got uh, Hellraiser two, Hellbound. Hmm. Um, Makes sense. Okay, this one um, wasn't as good as I initially had thought. Um, it got a seven out of ten, um, but this one is really performance driven. Um, there are a couple key performances in there. Julia comes back again in this one. The doctor was pretty good too. Um, that one guy with the bugs to get him off me on the bed who slices himself up was awesome. Um, so you had a lot of really good Hellraiser stuff here. And then on top of that, you had this one doctor 
who totally like wanted like he knew about this and he wanted he wanted more. He legit confronted Pinhead and like he wanted to go one on one against them and shit. And it became kind of like a cool little back and forth monster battle at the end. And I'm like, oh, that's that's super interesting. Yeah. Mm, that, yeah. Okay. It became very Lovecraftian at the end in terms of like the monster and like the doctor being this like he he took over Pinhead for a second and like Pinhead had to be reminded of who he was and shit like that. It was, it was really interesting and, and just kind of weird. Like it, like it showed the, the origin of Pinhead in part two. So that was, that was really neat. That story also followed from part one, which is obviously in the top spot here coming out with an eight out of 10 and holding the number one ranking as it should appropriately. So because it, this is the one that's that got the formula right. It's not it's not a great movie by any means. We've come across it here um, on several occasions um, uh, here at the morgue and at Corpse Feed, and we've always said that what really stuck with us was the image. It wasn't really the story. It wasn't really anything else but the image of Pinhead, right? It wasn't even the right. torture. It was just the Pinhead image. Um, yeah, yeah, the the. 10 minutes of Pinhead and Cinnabice that we get in the movie, you know, looking back on yeah. it now, like, yeah. oof. But, yeah. but, you know, exactly. you got, you got so, the inside out guy and like, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah. so like, in the, you know, in the first story, if you guys are not familiar with it, it's the story of Frank getting resurrected back from hell through the killings of other people in his brother's house <laughs> by his right. brother's wife, you know, so um, you get a really interesting story there, but what really drove everyone to this whole franchise um, as we wrap up this conversation in a second is really the images of it. We've said this before, and I say it again, like that is really what drove this entire 11 movie franchise text was this pinhead image. And and like uh, 11, movies. Uh, all 11, like don't do it justice. All, you know what I mean? There's only a handful that actually do. Yeah. Dude, there's only a handful of, of these that actually do the pinhead character justice and the Cenobite stuff justice. And that's the top three in uh, in the other one. With the a chubby pinhead, as I like to call it, in Revelations, um, there is some really cool Cenobite stuff in there too. As he's like, he's making this other pinhead character, and you see him like kind of grab pieces of flesh and and like just nail it to the guy's scalp, and it looks just looks gnarly. Um, it's just too bad that movie was absolute garbage in terms of execution. But yeah, folks, like the first Hellraiser will will and forever be the best one in terms of just overall aspect because it, it just does everything right and then everything afterwards was just, let's see how far we can take this thing. This is why Judgment ends up in number three because I feel after the original story, that's the one that actually tried to do something special with this whole um pinhead concept this whole because it's, it's not a pinhead concept it's a, a cenobite concept the concept of the box the concept of the lament configuration the the puzzle you solve will you know give you pleasures unknown to man that's the whole thing like the whole we just got stuck on pinhead and not the whole concept of the box and that's hellraiser is the concept of the box this is why in the first one you only get the cenobites for like 10 minutes because the concept is these people who open this box up trying to like pretty much steal the world and like you know have one last wish or some some kind of something some desperate time or measure that that they get to that they open this up and it's just dealing with their consequences and their actions and all that stuff. So um, that's why we only get like 
a little bit of a Cenobite action because the whole thing is about the box and the person who usually has the box is the dirtiest of them all. So, folks, that's a wrap. There you have it. <laughs> um, the worst to best Hellraiser movies. And you, <sighs> 11 movies. 11 movies. And, and hear us now, folks. <laughs> we will not talk about Hellraiser for a very, very long time. <laughs> until until the 12th one comes until out. Until number so 12 comes out on Hulu with worse yeah. lighting than the 11th. Um, oh, and, and folks, yeah, that's been a wrap. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been Scary World, an official Course Feed podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. With me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. We have a lot of content for you guys out there. Not just Scary World. We have Crips and we have the Morgue podcast for you guys. We have 140 of those out there. Go check them out. Go check out the Morgue on YouTube. Go check out the Morgue anywhere else you listen. Because folks, remember, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you.